This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Can't get enough of the fan in the morning? Shown up. Because this is nothing like that. Working. Al and Jerry are here with stories they'd never get to cover on the morning show. Very sexy robot. Hey, look at that pig. Shenanigans. Naked yoga. My mother had a bad experience with these goats. Let's hump the fence. It's Al and Jerry's post-game podcast. All right, here we go. We do a podcast on another gloomy, crappy. What's up, Al? Oh, hi, Jerry. How are you both? So, uh, my balls are pretty good. Thank you for asking. They uh, always appreciate when you reach out and ask them. <laughs> I got an interesting email from a fella named Don. Okay, a longtime listener, Jerry. In fact, uh, I met Don. He came out. To, he's a he's a uh, Connecticut fella. When we did our show at Mohegan Sun, okay, he met us for drinks one night. Was I there? You were there, but you had friends with you as well. Or- Mohegan Sun? <laughs> no. Maybe no, Gio. You know what? Gio had friends at that Mohegan might have Sun. been that might have been when I when my aunt passed away. I missed oh. a Mohegan Sun remote. Oh, okay, that's very possible. And I went to California. Okay, yeah, I met this fella, um, and uh, Gio had his uh, what do you call the flunkies with him? Yes. So uh, that, I remember meeting this guy. Uh, he said I can use his name. His name is Don, and he said I wanted to share something with you that I haven't before. I have a mild case of REM sleep disorder, REM sleep disorder which means I act out my dreams. What? One example is if I am dreaming about being chased or being attacked, I will literally kick and punch, and I have fallen out of bed a couple of times trying to evade someone in my dreams. But another manifestation of it is I always listen to you and Jerry either late at night before I go to sleep or early in the morning when I wake up, and at times I will be a part of your show. I feel like I am part of the conversation, but when I try to speak, I'm not heard. He's muted. Yeah. But I have woken myself up more than once trying to talk to you and Jerry or to you, Boomer and Gio. It hasn't happened very often, but enough times when I'm in REM sleep. What does he try to say to us? Does he say? Does he say? Um, No, he doesn't. He doesn't say. He said, uh, you can use my name. I've talked about it with friends and even done some sleep studies. I've been doing sleep logs where I try to track things that I eat or drink prior to going to sleep to see if that has anything to do with it. I'm not being funny here. Yeah. By any stretch. Could you imagine he's having like a wet dream? And he starts humping the mattress. Oh, yeah. (laughs) This poor guy. I know. (laughs) You imagine you open the door and he's banging the mattress. (laughs) I used to uh, make love to a uh, satin comforter. Many years ago. I told you that story. On purpose? <laughs> yeah, on purpose. <laughs> Did you good. lube it up? <laughs> no. But I told you that my... <laughs> Boomer's sitting in here, doesn't want to speak on microphone, but <clears throat> this is many... 
Jerry, just a few years back. Were you in your 30s? <laughs> no, no, no. I was clearly still living at home. And I would, uh, and then I went away to college. Right, but you didn't do anything until 21. Yeah. I, so I, 20s. I, I guess. Yeah, unfortunately. I would, yeah, I'm the one to get into it, Jerry. <laughs> but I will tell you that uh, this comforter then went into my closet and I went away to college. Okay. And then at one point, my mother goes, uh, What are all these stains, Albert? <laughs> she goes, uh, Oh, uh, it's cleaning out your old bedroom. And uh, she goes, There was an old comforter. It looked like it had a bunch of coffee stains on it. <laughs> I go, oh, Yeah. A lot of. Meanwhile, I didn't even drink coffee back then. But I go, Yep. Oh, that old thing is still laying around. <laughs> Tell her I miss her. And, yep. Wow. Okay. So I got thrown well, out. That's, that's weird. So, so he is then just trying to find a solution. Yeah, because he doesn't know he's acting out, kicking and punching. And you could imagine if you're, if you, uh, he's not a married man right now, but imagine he gets married. And <laughs> no, what? That's... Karate kicking his wife in the bed. That would be awful. They'd have yeah. to sleep in different rooms. Clearly. Yeah, but he's falling out of bed. Yeah. I Did you ever uh, have any sleep? Yes, I, t- I told you that once before. One time when I got uh, the new, when I, I guess I was 15 or 16. I guess I was 15. I started working at the gas station. And I woke up in the middle of the night. I was like pumping gas out the window. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, what am I doing? You caught yourself. I did. Yeah, I caught myself pumping gas out the window. Like fake. It's <laughs> like weird. Yeah. That's the only thing I can think of, though. I don't. I've never slept walk that I that I know of. I don't believe I talk in my sleep. I but I don't know. I don't think my wife's never said I do, so I'm not sure. Growing up, uh, my sister's bedroom was right next to mine and she would talk in her sleep, but you only get one end of the conversation. And at three in the morning, that is freaky. I'm sure it, it is. Especially like, if it, especially if you can tell what they're talking about. Yeah. And they're only having one way yeah, convo. Scary. It sure is. Have you ever had a sleepwalker in your house? Uh, I was a sleepwalker when you I was were. a kid, and my sister was as well. well. What the hell goes on when you go to sleep here? I don't know. Satin sheets and sleepwalking. Well, they were mess. different many years apart. I hope so. I would go downstairs. Were you treated for that? No. I would go downstairs and stand at the side of the bed where my mother would lie. And my mother said she would just wake up and uh, I would be staring down <laughs> at her. And then she now would that's say... That's freaky. Yeah. That would be very freaky. Yes. And then she'd say, do you have to go to the bathroom? And I'd say, Yes. And she'd say, then go to the bathroom. And I'd go in, and then run back upstairs. All right, so maybe your sleepwalking was because your body was telling you. But my sister one time, we caught her trying to go out the backyard. Ooh. Imagine she got out, though. Because I think that happens. Right. And we wake up, and then my sister's gone. She's sleepwalking the neighborhood. And you see the doors open. You know where the dog is. Right. And it's 4 o'clock in the morning. Yes. Sleepwalking. Calling the police. Yeah. Yeah, crazy stuff. Well, you got to be very careful well, with sleepwalking. I hope Don can figure out his Me ailments. too. And in the meantime, I hope we give him, him a good dream to act out. Which one is that? Like me talking about wanting to do karate oh, or okay. uh, what's the thing I want to do? The black belt? Uh, jiu-jitsu. Jiu-jitsu. Yes, that you've never taken any initiative to do. No. Just talk about it. I did yesterday between two and four. You know, we talked Something. about what do I do. I did look up uh, piano lessons. Okay. What'd you do from 210 to 4? <laughs> Jerry, it took much longer than I thought. <laughs> I mean, I typed in piano lessons near me. Yeah. And not a lot of stuff came up. 
Okay. Not many people are giving piano lessons well, down the shore, maybe. Well, this people time of year. didn't come up. Like, places came up. Right. You know, which was weird. But I, I, I would like to find a person. Why would you, why not look on Instagram or Facebook and type in, like, piano lessons? Piano lessons. Yeah. You yeah. might, you might find, like, people doing it out of their homes or they come to you. Now you got to trust that they're going to come in and not kill you. Right. Please don't murder me. Looking for piano lessons wherein the piano teacher won't murder me. <laughs> I probably could uh, put post on the Bradley Beach Facebook group, right? That's what I'm saying. And yeah. if, for nothing else, you will get recommendations. Yes. I would think that would be somewhat close to you. I don't think they're going to tell you to go to, to Hackensack. Yeah. There's a cool place in Asbury Park called Lake House Music, mm-hmm. and it's a it's a, a big facility. They have lessons, too. But, okay. Um, yeah. Why not go there? I don't know. I was thinking about maybe going there. Because then I'd have to leave my house, Jerry. Here's the difference would between be me and you. Yes. I would have typed that in, called, made the appointment. <laughs> you will now hem and haw about it for 15 days. Yeah. I know. You're right. I would have already had an appointment book. I wouldn't have. You could appointment online with that place. It'd say, interested in meeting uh, an instructor. And you would type out, You just do your email, yeah. uh, what you're interested in, piano. What genre of music? Rock. When I'm sure a calendar comes up, pick your appointment. Yeah. I don't know what you're waiting for. What are we waiting for? Well, I needed something to do today, Jerry, between two and four, so I'm going to do that. Perfect. Make your appointment. Yeah, so I'm going to make my appointment with that. All right. But I wonder, like, is it weird for an adult to take piano lessons? No. it's You're never too old to learn. Come on now. Yeah. Stop it. Or maybe I should get that babble and learn uh, Spanish. Well, you're really digging deep for things to do. Why? It's good to know Spanish. I'm not saying it's not good to know, but if I could, if I had the musical interest that you do. Yeah, you're right. And the choice was like accelerate my ability. You're right. Or learn Spanish. You're right. What am I thinking? You're right. 100%. Go become a master pianist first and then go learn Spanish. Okay. One thing at a time. Master penist first, yes. Then Spanish. There you go. Okay, I'm going to make that already. Up. Mastered your penist, <laughs> but go become a master pianist. Oh, I see. Okay, yeah. I'm going to do that. I hope you do. I'm going to do that today. I hope so. Master penist, and I'm going to I'm going to ask for a, a rock and roller. Give me a rock and roller. Now, if you go in there and the guy looks like he's should be on the golf course as opposed to a guy in jeans with long hair, you're going to be disappointed. No, no, no. You're good with that. Yeah, I'm good with that. Okay. Uh, as long as the person knows the and is capable of showing me how to do it. That's fair. I wonder if that's frustrating as a teacher. A hundred percent. You've that's where why Dion doing well is 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 interesting. Yeah. Most great players cannot be coaches because when they try to teach people that don't have the same ability as them, it's very frustrating. Right, because so much of it is either innate in them, mm-hmm. right? That's not in the other person. Yeah. Yeah. So you have to teach have you, a little more. So it's funny. The other day, I, well, a couple weeks ago, actually, a couple weeks ago, I was having a, I was throwing the ball with Joseph in the backyard, and I picked up the ball with my left hand, and I tried to throw it to him, and it's brutal. Feels weird, and it literally hit me. Like all those years, I coached kids, you know, five, six, seven years old, and even some eight, nine that just couldn't throw the ball. And it would it I don't want to say frustrating because there were kids, you never get frustrated, but it would be like, like I couldn't understand. I'm giving you the arm slot where the ball goes and just do this motion. 
and it wouldn't come out right. I'd be like, I don't, I just don't understand why he can't get it. It hit me in that moment. Like, I know how to throw a ball. I can throw a ball at my right arm all day. I pick that ball up. I put in the, and it comes out so weird because the left arm doesn't work. Yeah, why do we not? Why do our brains not work our left arm the exact same way as our right arm? Don't know. And so it's very similar to what you're saying as opposed as uh, in terms of the expert at something. It comes so easy to them. Someone that really struggles with it needs to be taught and repeat the motion over and over and over again. Do you think the same is with our leg? Like if you were to kick a yes. soccer ball? 100%. I can, is, it I feels can kick weird. With, yeah, I can't kick with my left leg. Yeah. I can't do anything with them. No, 100%. Even a golf club. My, my boys are lefty. I pick up their clubs. I look like I have never picked up a club in my life when I try to swing it. What about if you try to swing a baseball bat the other way? S- um, that's a weird one. A little I can, better. I can hit lefty. Yeah. I don't know why. Maybe but because same, I tried as a kid. The same ability as righty or you not the same ability, but I can put the bat on the ball with pretty good regularity. So not the same awkwardness as throwing a no, football. No, not a matter of fact, I don't think it looks awkward at all. Like I think if I went up there as a lefty, it would not look like it would if I was throwing a football left hand. Yeah. Where I look like I didn't belong anywhere near the field, let alone on the field. So I wonder if you when you're taking these same kids and you say to the kid, Are you righty or lefty? And they go, I'm righty. And then you teach them how to pitch. If you were to teach them lefty, even though they were righty. Maybe they learn it. Maybe they learn it. It's certainly possible. Because I did start swinging a bat lefty at a young age. I don't mean five. But I would say eight, nine. Because you would see like Daryl Strawberry. Yes. Hitting lefty. And I always mimicked his swing. And a lot of baseball swings. And I just, I never never swung lefty in a game. I did it in practice a lot though. And in scrimmages. Who else's swing would you mimic when you played wiffle ball or baseball? Julio Franco, because you used, what to, was his? You used to take the bat oh, and yeah. whip it on, like in front of his head. Yeah, yeah. Right? Keith Hernandez had that big wide stance and the bat was up. Um, who else? Strawberry, of course, over and over and over again. I'm trying to think. Oscar Gamble used to get down in that, oh, the crouch. In that crouch. Yeah. Used to do that. Ricky Henderson was like that too, would do that. Um,. I used to mimic Wally Backman's drag bunt from the left side. <laughs> that is true. Uh, anybody else? That might be it. I'm That's sure cool. there are others. Yeah. But, yeah, those guys for sure. I used to do Gary Carter, the okay. way he would hold the bat up higher also. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would try to do Strawberry just right. because the way he held the bat. And then Dave Kingman, just a simple, like, I'm going to dominate the, Who the was, plate. And this, is, this wasn't Kingman, but there was someone that used to stand tall and would hold the bat at, like, his belly button and then would yeah. bring it back. I can't think of who it was. Might I even be some, somewhat recent. It might not even be when I was a kid, but I remember yeah. that. He used to be like, what is that? Yes. And then they would bring the bat back and crush the ball. Yeah. It's amazing that, like, oh, these people that have the unique batting stances that when they were younger that they weren't, at some point they were so good. in their development, they weren't discouraged from... Because if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Like the submarine pitchers, right? Yeah. You would think someone would go, hey, stop throwing the ball that way. Unless he's zipping the ball over the plate nonstop. Yeah. You know, it's kind of like, so I'll give you an example. So last year, um, I would say, so last year was 2022. Joseph had an unbelievable season offensively. He hit between three different teams. He batted somewhere in the range of like 600, hit several home runs. 
and he was phenomenal. We got to the bigger field. He was still doing great. And he asked if, you know, I'd like to just get a little more power on my swing because I feel good. I got him hitting lessons from a really good coach. I love the guy. His batting took a nosedive. Not that he was striking out, but some of the drills that the, the coach had him doing changed his swing a little bit. And I noticed that he went from being a 600 hitter to like a, I think like 350, which is still great. It's still good. But when you go from 600 to 350, it's noticeable. And I noticed when we would skip the sessions for a couple of weeks, his swing came back and then he'd go there. And then the next week he'd be off again. So I told him, I literally told him this year, done, no more. And the difference just in a few tournaments, stopping those lessons so far this fall, he looks like the kid before the lessons. And I'm like, you know what? I'm not changing anything anymore. Just play. Yeah. Just have fun and just play. And I think sometimes it can be too much. That's what Joe Namath was originally saying about Zach Wilson, that he felt like he was doing things that a coach would tell you to do versus what comes innately in quarterbacks. Really? Yeah. That's interesting. I didn't that see that. That was the tw- one of his, his tweets during oh, the game. okay. Uh, we were talking about the other day. Yeah. yeah. It's, so that happens. Yeah, and that's and I, I agree with you with the whole submarine pitcher thing. Like if... Like it was a kid that I used to play high school baseball with, this kid Bill. He wasn't a submarine pitcher, and he wasn't three-quarters. It was sidearm for sure. And he had the nastiest slider you would ever see, and on a righty, it would come right at you and then just dart inside. Now, if you could see the spin, you could time it and clobber it, but if you didn't, most kids were afraid they were going to get hit. Then he'd throw the fastball, come inside. You thought it was going to break inside, and he'd saw off your hands on the – no one would ever touch that because it was it, the the movement on his ball was nasty and he yeah. threw hard. That's a good example. Like I wouldn't touch him. Just keep doing what you're doing. But um, some like that somebody let Kent Colvey pitch. Yeah, Dan yeah. Quisenberry. It worked. It did work. It worked. And if you've got a kid that's got a like, if you're Julio Franco and you're whipping the the bat above your head, but the end result are bombs mm-hmm. <laughs> to, to left and right and center, why would you change it? You would not. You wouldn't. Bombs to the left, bombs to the right. Jerry, let's open up our um, uh, YouTube pages and see okay. what recommendations we You have to sign in. All right, I got to sign in then. Hold yeah. on. Yeah. So we're going to sign into our YouTube. Okay. And then we're going to. So Gmail first. Yep. So and then sign in. Mm-hmm. And then we're going to see what sorts of recommendations come up for us based on what we've been looking at on YouTube. Fair okay. enough, Jerry? Yeah. All right, I'm signing to mine now too. What is your password, by the way? Mm-hmm. Yo, you know, I almost tricked you into giving no, away you your didn't. password, Jerry. That would have been so awesome. You did not. All right, YouTube, you ready? Here yeah. we go. I'm in. All right. Like what categories? Like when you're you like sometimes like uh, uh, you'll look and go, oh, you know, I seem to be getting a lot of these. You yeah. Know, uh, so here we go. Okay. Are you ready? Yeah. Uh, I got the top row of three videos. Yeah. Joe Burrow's post game news conference. Okay. What to do during and after a workout. Okay. Oh, no, Joe Namath has seen enough of Zach Wilson. <laughs> Next line mm-hmm. is my guy Vic DiBetetto mm-hmm. doing Comedian. a mock Yankees press conference. All right. Comedian. Then I've got the motivational doc, one glass of this juice in the morning will reverse clogged arteries. And then for some reason I have the head coach of West Virginia football talking. They just think you might be interested yeah. in this based on some of the other things. Yeah. How about you? I have uh, on the top three across, I've got a piano lesson 
uh, by the uh, of a song by the Avet Brothers. I've got a shelter dog getting adopted and being very happy, and I have what Neil deGrasse Tyson thinks of the alien corpses. <laughs> oh, I had that the other day. <laughs> I look at a lot of UFO yeah, yeah, stuff, sure, sure, a lot of piano stuff, and I guess I end up clicking on a lot of. Uh, I like seeing dogs getting adopted, right? I don't search for it, but if I see it, you click I on click it. on it. So Once then you they start think, clicking, then they think I like it. I so, had the Neil deGrasse Tyson one too. I yeah. also had. Um, him talking about the unlikelihood of aliens actually being out there. That was um, from a couple of days ago as well. I have one, uh, somebody previewing an NC State football game. Like I Why? Never, Do they know it's you? I never look at that stuff. Maybe the TV heard you talking a fact that you're going to see Rutgers-Michigan State coming up in a couple of weeks. Who knows? It is cool, though. Like, I have a, most of my stuff. Now, this is weird. Now, this would be... What you just got, you would expect on my timeline, and what I got here, I would expect on yours. Okay. How to play a horse with no name on guitar. That's a good I've one. I've never once looked at guitar lessons. Yeah, and I will click on those, even though I don't play the guitar. Yeah. Sometimes I like to think, well, let me see how difficult this looks. Yeah. So let me see horse with no name. It's funny, though, as you look through, so I have Keep Moving Forward, Motivation by Rocky Balboa. Oh, nice. How to Hit Your Driver Straight. Greg Schiano's press conference and my guy from um, what the hell is this guy from uh, Baker Ralph? Who's he? He's the guy from Louisiana. The the cooks on the grill. Oh right, you've mentioned yes, you have mentioned him before. Yeah, so there you go. I That's, also uh, I also get a lot of African gray parrot videos. Yeah, I don't get any of those. <laughs> those I get none of. And clip clips from the old Howard Stern show with musicians okay. in studio like yeah, yeah, food right. fighters that sort of thing it's here's a consistent good one. I tried the Mediterranean diet for 14 days and this is what happened Ooh, how many of you should think that got 800,000 400,000 okay how much money do you think per 100,000 views do you make mm. I looked this up I have no idea so you get a 100,000 view video uh, and there's an ad running on there Yes, but you have to sign up for that. Right. I want to make sure I got this proper. You have Not only do you have to sign up for it, but you have to have 1,000 subscribers to your channel before Correct. you can start making money. Correct. So just pop, popping up one video that goes viral, you ain't going to get anything. Correct. Yeah, know, the, yeah. the max amount for 100,000 yeah. views would be $2,000. Wow. That's pretty good. It's okay. I mean, it is good. So you get a million views on something. You make you 10 get, grand. Yeah. Uh, well, no, no. You max out at 10 grand. Oh, you max out. It's saying the average is $700, but YouTube creators make between 300 and 2000 So even even $750 is pretty good. Yeah. But I would have thought 100,000 views, you make more than that. Yeah. But it's still not I'm, bad. I just scrolled down to the middle of my recommendations page. Yes. <laughs> How to lube your garage door. Doesn't say anything about lubing your satin sheets. <laughs> nope. Uh, How to lube your garage that door? Up? I don't know because I do use YouTube to try to fix so things around the house. Right? That's a weird. I've one. never tried to lube a garage door. It is, but I guess funny. it thinks maybe I'd be interested in this sort of thing. This is also though when you look at these recommendations. Yeah, it's also the world of I don't want to say misinformation because I don't think a lot of it is misinformation different information about the same stuff yeah you know eat one avocado and tuna uh, uh to shed pounds okay 
uh, fine. That's one way, right? Then it's, yeah, I just saw a whole bunch of them here. Uh, why you shouldn't eat chicken any longer. Okay, so now chicken's bad. That's mm-hmm. in one. Mediterranean diet, that one's good. Do this if you'd like to lose weight. It's the effects of walking. Meantime, other people will tell you. Yeah, right. walking don't do anything. Right. Um, you go reverse fatty liver in just weeks. No, you can't. Yeah, I've got a big, big ass fatty liver. Please reverse this for me. Uh, no sugar for 30 days, the results. Okay, that makes sense. But, like, there's so much. The real reason your belly stores fat is not what you think it is. Okay. Yeah, it's all. Uh, everybody's got an angle. Yeah, everybody's got an angle. I know, it's maddening. And I'm not even saying the angles are wrong, but it it's just, it's too much. Can we come up with one thing per organ? Yes. Or yes, one think? thing per, per organ that's consistent. My God. I also don't like when the, when the YouTube person is trying to get you to watch the video longer. They'll go like... Uh, oh, they stall? Yeah, because you, th- th- yeah, they're trying to m- keep you on the channel longer. They'll yeah. be like, top. I have the top five things that you need to do in order to prepare for retirement. Stay tuned to the very end. That's where I've got the easiest thing for you to do. Yeah. I know. How about you just tell me? Yeah. Just tell me right now. Yep. I know. That's I why know. I do like Instagram better. I feel like we get, they get right to the yeah, point. Yeah, sure. Well, and a lot of these videos have gotten better too because they have put in the little bar that tells you. Oh, the you, chapters. Yeah, yeah. Which I do enjoy. I think that's kind of cool. That's yeah. That's kind of neat. I've heard that in the promo for, uh, was I talking to you about this? A promo for one of the Mike Valenti podcasts? Yes. Yeah, you could fast forward to what yeah, you want like to hear they, talk when about. they're picking all the college football games, yep. you can. they have chapters so that you can blast through stuff. That's a great idea. I think it's very cool, actually. Yeah, especially if it's something really long. Yes. I agree. Like, Joe Rogan should have that on his podcast. That way I could skip over, like, UFC. What I don't want to listen to? Yeah, like, if it's they're going to have a 20-minute conversation it's about UFC. It's more work, though. Yeah, it is more work. But I agree. It would be kind of cool if everybody Micah, did it. Micah Parsons does it. He does? Yeah. and the ble- That's how I was able to go find the, the Zach Wilson stuff. I looked at his podcast on YouTube, and I checked all the chapters. There's a lot of stuff there. Like, again, if I had more time today, I could have gotten to a lot. Yeah. But I took out the four minutes talking about just Zach Wilson. He talked about everything. He that talked about awesome. He talked about the Eagles start. He talked about um, the Jets and Zach Wilson. He talked about the Dolphins giving up or scoring 70 points and the Broncos, something suspicious. Like, he... There's a lot of That's good stuff awesome. there. He talked about them losing to the Cardinals. Yeah. It was pretty good. Yeah. Pretty. He talked about fantasy football, answering questions. So, yeah, it's it's a neat way to skip around. Yeah, it's funny. When I'm doing, like, the podcast descriptions for Boomer and Geo, I never know how much is too much information. Right, because you still want them to click on it and listen. Yeah, you still want them to listen. So I'm trying to, by all, but also let you know what the topic is so that if you're interested in Especially now, like, it's been such a Zach Wilson yeah. time. So if you're a Giants fan, I want you to know this section mm-hmm. is some Giants talk. Yeah, for sure. So if you don't have to skip over it's the... It's not just Zach Wilson. Yeah. Yeah. But to be able to go that way, so... You need to be a headline writer. Jerry, we are we are learning. We are, we are in a digital age. We are learning on the fly for certain things. YouTube has got our algorithms down pat. I think they do a better job than any of the other ones. YouTube? Yeah. I think YouTube's tremendous. As far as like when I go on to like uh, Instagram, sometimes they suggest some things. I'm like, I'm not interested in yeah. this. I'm not at the point where I could do completely without TV and just watch YouTube. But yeah. I will tell you, I find myself watching YouTube more and more. Yeah, me too. 
Uh, me and Joseph watched last night. Hey, what a great concept. These two guys, they're really good golfers, and they challenge tour pros to a match. And there's several people that actually do this now, but the these guys do it really well, and they're good. They were like college players, and they're not challenging Phil Mickelson. They're challenging lower level, but PGA tour pros. And they got you know three guys with the GoPros, and they got the GoPros on the golf carts. They do the tracker with the golf. It is so much fun. We watched like two hours yesterday. Yeah, I was going to say, like, how long is each episode that they put up there? Some of them can be two hours. Yeah. Some can be ten minutes. You got to watch it in clips. This one was one hour. It was in two parts. We watched the first hour and then parts of the second hour. The front nine was an hour. The back nine was an hour. You know what I think older people like myself don't think about, because I don't think about this, so there must be others, is... I have the YouTube app on my TV. Yeah. But I'll still watch it. it on my iPad. Oh, no. We watch everything on the TV. So, like, you watched that oh, yeah. on, on uh, television. On, tele- on, on your television. And it looks with the yeah. GoPro cameras, it looks great. Yeah. Yeah. So, I don't know why I don't do that. Yeah. And Joseph finds all this stuff. And I got to tell you, it's intriguing. Like, I like watching it with him. I'm like, why are we not doing this? Like, it looks fun. We got to look at his YouTube suggestions. Yes. That will be Mr. Beast, uh, Jelly and Craner. And it is a ton of golf stuff now. And what about the guy who who test, tests bats out? Uh, bat bats. bros, yes. Bat I forgot bros. about the bat bros. The bat bros. He watches them a lot. He's still doing any ventriloquism or no. anything anymore? It, that he, was a quick phase. I, that was a phase. He performed and was done with it. Like, yeah. accomplished it, move on to what's next, which was funny. Yeah, he was into it for a little while. Yeah, had, and had no qualms going up in front of 200 people. <laughs> That's unbelievable. Yep. Impressive. A lost art, Jerry. Uh, you're right. The art of ventrilo- ventriloquism. You are correct, sir. Jerry, let's do the warm-up show. We'll be back here tomorrow on a Wednesday soap. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. When this happened, you talked about it on the fan. Manning calling signals, takes the snap, looks left, lobs it left, first is wide open, touchdown Giants! In the left corner of the end zone! Touchdown! With 35 seconds to go, and the Giants regain the lead! Manning the first! When New York sports happens, talk about it here. The Fan, 1019 FM, and always live on the free Odyssey app.
Good morning, campers. Alan, Jerry. Don't worry, it's only an hour long, and most days it doesn't suck. And if you're just waking up, the Bengals and the Eagles did win two, and Boomer went into the Ring of Honor. Hey, what's up, the Eddie Scazzera? Nice to have you with us. And look at that. Look at this guy representing the Bengals and his guy number seven again, uh, Boomer Asai. What's up, Al? That's right, Jerry. Oh, hi there. Uh, yeah, I uh, saw it was nice that uh, Boomer's children, uh, Gunner Asai and Sydney Asai, and they were uh, on their Instagrams and Twitters and that sort of thing. The, they were there with Boomer. So yeah. They, they have some cool videos and cool pictures. I didn't see a ton on the Bengals. Nothing. No. Twitter. You know what they put on the Twitter was, or the X, as they say, they had the video of Boomer and Ocho Cinco with the big giant pieces of wood and doing the Who Day and getting the, the crowd. Who Day chant in the beginning. But yeah. nothing about halftime. No. Nothing. I know. I was disappointed in that. Another weird thing, and this is this goes on about social media, and I wonder this all the time. So I was I was scrolling through the Bengals Twitter just to see if I could find anything. So they're posting a lot during the game, highlights, you know, and their video views, they're like getting like thirty thousand views. So I was like, ah, that seems low for a professional football team. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Then I go, let me see how many followers they have. One point five million followers, and they're getting. 30,000 views on videos they're putting? What? I don't know. This is so bizarre to me, the whole social media thing. I don't understand it. Yeah, I don't care. Like, I think if you were following the Bengals, you'd be following the Bengals and they're seeing watch- the Bengals stuff. Well, you know what? They're watching the game, maybe. Yeah, but a lot of people, they they love Twitter during... I mean, you if you go on Twitter during a Jet or Giant game, it is like... But people. is it the same small percentage of people, though? I don't know. I just know there's a lot of action. Like, if you look at uh, trends and that sort of thing, that Bengal game will be trending all night long on you would think, social yeah. media. You would think. I just don't understand how these video views, when you have a lot of followers, are low. It just it puzzles me, Jerry. I'm a puzzled man. Mm. Well, what that's if- what you can start doing between two and four. Uh, I can't figure that out. <laughs> You got the time, though. We discussed this yesterday. I do have the time. What do you do I, between two and four? Just, Figure out video views on uh, on Twitter. Yeah, I think that's one of those things. you Because sometimes I get disappointed if I only have like 20,000 views. And I only have 80,000 followers. If I had 1.5 million followers. Like, what are we doing this for? I'd be feeling like I should be getting a million views on everything. Yeah. It's weird. I hear you. Yeah. I was disappointed, though. There was no Boomer halftime yeah, video. Yeah, I agree. Uh, the Bengals did win. And I saw that uh, Joe Burrow said that he played because the risk of going 0-3 was greater than the risk of him re-injuring himself. Yeah, probably not that injured. <laughs> right. <laughs> Couldn't have been that injured then. <laughs> he got out there. I mean, Jamar Chase had a big game, so yeah. those two connected, but it's not like Joe Burrow threw for 450 yards and five touchdowns last night. That is true. You know? But they did win the game. They, they did what they had to do. They got a win over. The Rams are not a bad team. I yeah. think we all thought they were going to be awful, and maybe at the end of the year they'll end up being 4-13. and 13. But through three weeks and another one and two, they're not a bad football team. Yeah. You like when they do that whole, like, one team wears a solid color, the full uniform, and then the one team wears white? It seems silly. Um, I don't know, but I do like those Bengal uniforms. You do? I do. I like the white and black helmets. I don't know why. They should. I think they should have gone classic for Boomer they and Ocho Cinco. They could have done that. You could have gone classic and wore those white helmets. The helmets, I just think, are sharp. That yeah. would have been cool. Or do the or wear the helmets, the orange helmets with the white. Could have done that too. Something, Jerry. Yeah. Well, but you know what though, Boomer and uh, and Ocho Cinco stood out. 
That's true, because they were wearing their old school. Yes. Although they had Boomer wearing a Joe Burrow one, and Ocho Cinco was wearing a Jamar Chase. Yes, I did notice that. That had to feel weird to well, put on a child's jersey. At least they knew who they were. Yeah. I was actually, some of the video that I did see with Boomer walking in with his grandkids and in the end zone and is waving to the people. Like, we see him every day now, obviously. Like, he's like God there. Like, that's pretty cool. That is cool. I would live there. That's why. <laughs> I'm sure you would. <laughs> it, it is funny that guys live where they played for the most part, right? What's weird is the guy like Peyton Manning, who I think in Indianapolis, you know, he lives in Denver now. Mm-hmm. Where he finished, right? Where he finished. You think he just was like, ah, I'm not moving again. I think that's certainly possible. I also think he just liked it out there. Indianapolis is really nice. I didn't say it's not, but he was in Denver. He liked it, so why move? But don't you think he's more beloved in Indianapolis? Um, or no? Probably, but I'm sure in Denver he's doing quite well, too. Hmm. He did win a couple, with right? He won two, right? The one where he was really good and the other one where his arm was a noodle and the defense won it for him. Yes. Right? No, he right won about- one in Denver. He only won one, so he won one and lost one. He got killed by the. Oh, that's right, the 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 one at the Meadowlands. That's right, they lost that one bad. They got crushed. In that oh, one. to the Seahawks. That's right. But he did go and win a Super Bowl there. That's true. You know. Yeah, if I was Boomer, I'd move right back to Cincinnati. Or, or by not moving back to Cincinnati, you become even more the conquering hero when you do come back. Oh, okay. You know what you always talk about? I hate to bring these guys up, but Bernie. Mariano. They're yeah. legends here, but like you say, too accessible. They don't they never go away. Right. So what happens when Jeter shows up on the rare it's cool. Now think you're boomer and you right. show up to Cincinnati once That's a year. That's true. That's cool. That is cool. It is always like uh what's funny too is that guys that played in Tampa always live there. Well, why would you not want to live like in Tampa? Like even if they go somewhere else, they're like, mm, I still live in Tampa. Because it's beautiful. Yeah. That's why. Weather's nice. It's Tampa. Yeah. Uh-huh. Boy, so I'm waiting you. for you to move back to Tampa. It was crazy windy yesterday by the beach. Holy moly. I went out there without a hat on because I thought it's still summer, like it's still in the 60s. I came back in. I had to put a hat on my head because my ears were, like, I feel like I could get an earache today from that. How do you get earaches? I have no idea. I if just, it's from the wind, I'm getting one. I don't know. Some sort of an infection. Yeah, that's what I think. I, Maybe a VD spreads to your ears. <laughs> Do not blow that VD into my ears. I don't know. So disgusting, Jerry. I'm very sorry to hear all this, Al. Oh, also uh, last night, Jerry, you know there were two Monday Night Football games? I know. I said the Eagles won two. Yeah, the Eagles won two. They're now 3-0. and Right. Although I see Jalen Hurts was playing through. It was his flu game, Jerry. It was like the Michael Jordan flu game. Jalen Hurts was playing through the flu. Uh, Jason Kelsey was playing through the flu. The flu Flu-like symptoms were rolling through the Philadelphia Eagles uh, team, but they pulled it through. Yeah, they the, beat my Buccaneers, yeah, and they didn't look very good last night. No, the Bucks looked after two weeks. I'm like, I like this Bucks team. Last night they looked terrible. And the Eagles, how'd the Eagles look to you? Okay, right. Not the dominant. Eagles have not hit stride yet, and yet yeah. they're three and zero. So, uh, Giants, Cowboys, Commanders, rest of the NFL, take notice. The Eagles have not played well, and they're three and zero. Yeah, that's how you know a team is really, really good. Yes. When they haven't played their best and you know they're going to get to that point and they were ready for whatever reason, they, they do enough to win and they're 3-0. and right. so. so I would tell you, to me, the Eagles look like they have the makings to be a great team this year because they haven't played well and they're winning. The Cowboys are a good team. They didn't play well Sunday and they didn't win. 
Like that to me is the difference. Like yeah. the Eagles are a notch above maybe everybody in the league. I don't know. But right now, man, when they get going, look out. Yeah, and they've got uh they got the Jets on their schedule this year, so that's good for them. <laughs> well, win. right now anybody that's got the Jets on their schedule. That's a win, Jerry. It's gonna be good for them. <laughs> Let's do some more NFL stuff and we'll do Jets next segment. You wanna do that, Jerry? Whatever you want. All right. I did see that uh, Do you wanna lead with the Yankees? <laughs> <laughs> I do not want to lead with the Yankees. I didn't think so. Go ahead. <laughs> oh, my Dexter Henry, Jerry. Uh, he does a good job all night. That was a weird one at five. That was whatever. a weird one, yeah. Go ahead. Um, Derek Carr, you know, we saw him get slammed into the uh, turf. He got sacked. He got sacked. Well, he really gave him the business a little bit with the extra mm, fun to the shoulder. They say he is a week to week. Yes, AC joint sprain. AC joint Which is what sprain. I said yesterday, but it didn't sound right. I said something with the AC, and then you looked at me funny, so I said, I don't know, something with the shoulder. Yeah, yes, I didn't know it's the an AC, AC joint sprain. I didn't think the AC joint was in the shoulder. Where'd you think it was? I don't know. I Well, ACL is in, like, the back of the foot. Or so knee. So AC. The AC, no, like, when you. Uh, the ACL, the knee. Oh, what am I thinking of? The Achilles. Yeah. You tear your Achilles. That's behind the ankle, even yeah. into the foot. Yeah. So then the ACL, you just go right up, Jerry. Achilles at the very bottom. ACL, a little up the knee. What's the other one? Quad. No, no. What was the other AC thing? You AC just, joint in the shoulder. AC joint is all the way up in the shoulder. Right. But you got to get past the quad, the the thigh, yeah. the groin, the hip, and then finally you'll get to the shoulder. The AC joint. Yeah. Well, he's week to week, but I, my guess is you'll see Jameis Winston this week. Probably. Slinging it all over the field. Yeah, maybe. And maybe throwing five picks. Maybe. We'll see. Maybe throwing five touchdowns. Who knows? Would you rather have a quarterback that, like, Jameis Winston, who will just throw the ball all over the field and he will give up some big interceptions or, like, what Zach Wilson No, I'd doing. rather have Jameis Winston. I feel yeah. like there's a chance to make a play. Yeah, I feel like you've got to start slinging the ball all over the place. It's going to drive you nuts from time to time. But you know what? going to make some great plays, too. Yes. Like, there was one, I know we'll talk about the Jets after the break, but, you know, Rob Sala was asked yesterday about last year when he was trying to tell Zach Wilson it's okay to play boring football. And then uh, they asked him about that yesterday, and he's like, can never be too boring. No, 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 you can. (laughs) We watched it on Sunday, and it sucked. I'd rather a guy, and again, I don't want him to throw five interceptions in a game. We've seen that. It's kind of like to me watching Ryan Fitzpatrick. He's going to give you a chance to win a lot of days he goes out there, but he's also going to lose you a lot of games. Was it uh, Bill Parcells and telling Phil Sims uh, pregame the one time, or either Phil told this story or Boomer told the story that uh, Parcells would say to him before the game, if you don't throw at least two picks, you ain't you ain't trying. You ain't trying. Today. Yeah, it might maybe that sounds right. I yeah. don't. You have to ask Boomer that, but that yeah, sounds you gotta, about right. You got to throw some picks. Well, let me ask you this: Did you like watching Brett Favre play? Yes. And that guy, there's no one threw more interceptions than he did, <laughs> but he also made some unbelievable plays, and his talent was outstanding. But he wasn't afraid to to throw the big interception, yeah. as we know. And he threw a lot of them. So I would rather the guy that's going to yeah. do a little bit of both. You would rather Jameis Winston. Because you also gave me an extreme with Zach Wilson. Like, Sunday's game was so timid to try and fit the ball in any type of space that it was just, it was so bo- Like I literally texted you because I felt like I was working Sunday watching a Jet game. You said, this is boring. Oh, God, was it awful. And then I'm thinking, these people that spent all this money to watch what exactly? Three and out, punt. Three and out, punt. Awesome. In the wind and rain, no oh, less. Oh, Was it even Lord. like you could get to enjoy some sun? No, it was awful. You know what I mean, Jerry? Like, if you went out awful. there and uh, 
uh, early September and it was beautiful out and the Jets were being boring. But you were just relaxing. Uh, right, at least you had a good tailgate and a nice day. Yeah, you were getting some vitamin D. That's the sun, Jerry. What a waste of time that was. That was a waste of time. So, But yeah. anyway, the long answer, yes, I'd rather Jameis Winston. And you ruined a poncho in the process. A, well, yeah, perhaps. I see Mike Williams is torn ACL, Jerry, as we just found out. Which that's is not in his foot or his shoulder. That's in the knee. Right. So he's done for he the year. He is done for the year. Well, that sucks. That does suck. Yeah. You've got him and Trayvon Diggs within four days of one another yeah. going out for the season. Yeah, it stinks. And it, you also had Jimmy Garoppolo suffered a concussion. Is that right? Oh, uh, you know, when you said Jimmy Garoppolo in my head, I was thinking the tight end, Jimmy Graham. <laughs> Jimmy Garoppolo. Jimmy Garoppolo of the, the Raider. Raiders. The Raiders. Group. Yes. So and is he out this week? Steelers. I don't know. Listen, he suffered a concussion. I find it hard to believe he'll be back out there in a week, but I don't know. That's a good question. I, I have know. no idea who their backup quarterback even is. You don't know who the Giants' backup quarterback is. Mm, that's the, fair. <laughs> we barely know the Jet backup Tim quarterback. Boyle. Well, that's the Jets. We only know about that, though, because of what's gone on. I feel like I used to know all the backup quarterbacks. Um, I, maybe. Then all we got, of them? Yeah. Back when I was, you know, in the 1980s. So I when feel Dave like Craig was the starter for the Seahawks, who was their backup <laughs> quarterback, Mr. No 80s idea. football? Right. Yeah, good point, Jerry. I, I know what you're saying. Some <laughs> of them were more known than others. Yes. But I don't know that we knew all of them. Yeah, you know, it's so true. I don't know who the Giants' backup quarterback Isn't is. Isn't it still Tyrod Taylor? Oh, maybe, yeah. Right? Yeah. Like if Daniel <laughs> Jones goes down and uh, someone has to come in for a play, like, who's this? <laughs> <laughs> no, Tyrod Taylor, I do know, and if he's so still let me there, ask you, is Colton McCoy on a team right now? Not or sure. the Cardinals cut him, and that's been that. Uh, I don't know, because if you're the Jets, why would you not sign him? I don't know why they're not signing anybody, Jerry. Like that's a guy who was the starter. Now I know the Cardinals weren't going to be good, but they basically benched him, and the theory was by all the football experts. They want to lose, so they cut Colt McCoy. Yeah, because that's <laughs> he's Otto Graham he's championship I material, mean, right? Exactly. So he's just out there, I guess so. And no one's picked him up. No one's calling. It's bizarre. He's staring at his phone right now, going, "Do I have the ringer on? <laughs> right, does this thing work?" <laughs> I had that yesterday with my phone. I was waiting for a text. I'm like, "Is this thing on? <laughs> what is going on here?" <laughs> it was on. Let me reset my phone. I have done that before. When you'd be like, mm, Turn it off clearly it's not working here. Uh, yep, yep, no messages. Yep, still nothing. <laughs> Loser. Not a single person reached out to me. Isn't it weird, too, when you get, I don't know if this has happened to you, but it certainly has happened to me. You get on a plane. You put your phone on airplane mode. You turn it on four hours later, and you think, oh, boy, there's going to be a million text messages and missed calls. And it's like the phone just sits there. Yeah. I'm like, all right, well, we're in a different city. It can't find itself. <laughs> no, I got five bars. <laughs> it's working. Yeah, it didn't find the tower. <laughs> it didn't connect to the tower yet. Right. No, it connected. Yeah. No one's interested in you. <laughs> I'm like, really? The entire flight? Not a single text message? No one reached out. And then it hits you. The six people you actually talked to knew you were on a plane. Right. No, I got to text Jerry. He's flying right now. <laughs> it is funny, though. That happens often. Yeah. Uh, let's take a break. We'll right, reset. Jerry. We got to talk about the Jets. We sure do. A little um, station drama. Oh, I love station drama. I know you do. I know you do. We'll get to that, too. And then uh, your calls. Uh, no, we won't. Uh, eight. <laughs> Challenger until six on the fan. 
Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. What up, y'all? It's your boy Danny Green, three-time NBA champ. You either rooted for me or rooted against me. Join myself and my co-host Harrison Sanford on the Inside the Green Room podcast. It's a podcast that brings you never-before-told tales from the locker room to candid interviews with basketball legends to breakdowns of what's happening in the NBA right now. Whether you're a diehard fan or casual about your hoops, this podcast brings you the game like never before. Follow Inside the Green Room on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. I don't know why. I think of Austin Powers anytime I hear this song. I have no idea why. Maybe he was in the film. I don't think so. Or maybe he was. I don't, you might be right. I don't. I don't know. This uh, is uh, Peace Frog by The Doors. Yeah, no. It's, maybe it is in the movie. I don't know. One of the better songs that they that they did that's very underrated. The Doors. Yeah. yeah. This is a good one. Come on, Jerry. Come on. Let's talk about the Jets. Yeah. First of all. I was uh, listening to the afternoon program live. You yesterday. were listening. I was watching. You were watching it, and you had a better uh, view. Oh! And uh, I heard uh, Joe Beningo was coming on. I was like, "All right." I said, "You know, a couple weeks ago, Joe Beningo was uh, all about Zach Wilson. He was a, hey. you know, we were all expecting a fired up Joe Beningo when Aaron Rodgers went down. Yeah, we did not get that. He came on. He's like, "Hey, bro." Remember, it's be also great. came a day or two after they beat the Bills. Right. Zach Wilson came in. Early in that game. And he looked competent. Yep. Beat the Bills. Joe said, hey, I think we're giving the kid a chance. I think we're still a playoff team. We got all these other parts. Right. That was not the case yesterday when he called in at 4 o'clock. Yeah. He was screaming. He was uh, screaming and yelling. He was dressed in his Jets gear. He was in his Jets room. Mm -hmm. And um, no one could get a word in edgewise, especially Tiki Barber. Right. To which Joe yelled that Tiki... Always. You want to hear this? Yeah, yeah. All right, so this is how it okay. starts, where when Tiki tries to start getting a word in, Joe basically accuses him of his dislike oh. for the Jet organization. Okay. You Brock hate Purdy the Jets. Better. You would love to see the Jets go 2-15. and 15. Stop it. I love You're a giant. I do not if this was the situation the with the Giants, you'd be screaming to get Wilson the hell out of First there. Of all, so I don't never give me this nonsense. First of all, all right, I never Tiki? scream because I watch and I analyze. All right, so you hear how that ended. Yeah, he uh, that Tiki doesn't have to scream because he watches and analyzes the ball games. Mm, Joe took exception with that, and then Tiki took exception with Joe. Okay, look, well, you can I, analyze I, all I, you want, but maybe, maybe you, look, you, look, why all I know is this. Yesterday, you were in Washington with the commanders and the Bills, commanders. okay? Were you not? I was. Okay, so don't give me this nonsense how you're analyzing Zach Wilson, <laughs> okay? I don't want to hear it. 
All right. It's BS. All right, Joe. He's good. I'm turning my mic off, buddy. He stinks. No, no. And then at that point, Tiki looks at Evan and goes, that's BS, saying the full words, and then looked into the control room and said, that's BS, and threw his earbuds down. And got and out. And that's when uh, Evan told Joe. You've annoyed Tiki with what oh, you said. Oh, you like it being, well, I'm sorry. You, I'm annoyed. No, Joe's fa- annoyed me. No, I am too. And I'm not fairness. annoyed at Tiki, but I'm annoyed at the whole freaking situation, bro. No, I am too, but in fairness to him, he is watching the games. I understand. And he is trying to be fair with okay. his analysis. Okay. I don't but think I, he hates our team. I haven't learned okay, that. Okay, right. next to all him. All right, so you know what? Then I apologize to Tiki. All right. They tried to get Tiki back in the studio? Yeah. Tiki went and got a Dunkin' Donuts coffee in the back room, is what I heard. <laughs> yes, he left. Yeah, he left. <laughs> he came back, though. It's a tough spot. You can't, you really, you shouldn't abandon your post. But, I personally uh, would have told Joe to shut up and I would have hung yeah, up on him. Yeah. If it was my show. Correct. That's the correct move. You got to outshout Joe Beningo there because he's just, yeah, you got to put him on hold somehow or you go put his volume down. Yeah, or just hang up. Until he's going to have a conversation and not just scream over right. us. Joe, I love you. That's rude. Yeah. But it was fun. <laughs> yeah, I knew you loved this oh, stuff. Oh, man. I was texting everybody. I texted you. I texted Gio. I was like, oh, my God, did you hear this? And I wanted the video right away. I was like, I need this video right away. Yeah, you could have just watched. Yeah, I didn't know it was on SNY at that point. I've never. Well, oh, oh, also, I don't have cable or anything. <laughs> That's right. I can't even watch that show. I can't even watch it, Jerry. Yeah. But I was on the Odyssey app on my Google Home mm-hmm. home device. Hey, Google, play WFAN. Yeah, that's what I say. Yeah. And it pl- c- comes right up. I, I know. It works beautifully. comes right up. Yes, it does. So uh, I heard that. Then I thought Mirage did a cool thing. He, Because uh, it was it was tense after that. Mm-hmm. Came back from the break. Tiki explained how uh, he does. Just like, we're not watching the nighttime games, Jerry. We're going to sleep. Being coming in the next morning. in the morning. Absolutely. You, could wa- you know, the NFL uh, app, it's got everything you need. Mm-hmm. And like Tiki said, he watches the all 22. I mean, you would really break down everything. So he explained that. Of course, he could see the Zach stuff, even though he was doing the Commanders game. Um, and it was so awkward. And then the Cinco de Fivo was coming up, and Marash made it the biggest um, uh, feuds in Tiki's. Tiki confrontations. Tiki, tiki confrontations. Which, which I thought, like, man, for such a nice guy. Yeah. Who did nothing but, you know, uh, whatever. There were certain issues, sure. But for the most part, he's just a good dude who played football. And, my God, he's feuding with Gary Myers, with Mike <laughs> Francesa, with Joe Beningo. I mean, it was like, – there were five of them. Yeah, there were five of them. Man, oh, man. <laughs> he told a funny – Tiki told a funny story about the – I guess when it was when he was working for NBC and he was in the truck yeah, on this location. Is a weird, this is what I can't figure out. Helping to edit – you know, a piece, and they had uh, WFAN on in the truck, and Mike was trashing. But it was 1 o'clock in the morning, he said. <laughs> so the only thing I can think is that Mike came on after a, I don't like Mike and Chris used to come on Sunday night, Monday night, didn't matter what night, after Yankees playoff games. Like, they would come on and do a nighttime postgame show that would go until 1 o'clock in the morning until Joe came on. I was there numerous times when that happened. So that was common. But I'm trying to think, like, after a foot. Joe, Eddie, do you ever remember an occurrence where they would come on after a giant game on a Sunday night or a Monday night? Unless it was a particularly huge game. Yeah. No. I, so I don't know. And he was very clear. He said it was overnight. For, and he even said for some weird reason, Francesca's on killing me. 
I think something doesn't sound right there, but who yeah. knows? So that was fun. You enjoyed that. I enjoyed that. Yeah. I can, I'm looking forward to Joe's next spot next Monday at 4 o'clock. Yeah, they'll be fine. Joe and Tiki are friends going back a long way. Oh, is that right? I guarantee you they've already spoken and patched things up last night. Yes. Well, Tommy was smart. Producer Tommy, he said he didn't want them speaking until the following That's week. not going to happen. There's no chance that's going to happen. They have the same agent and their friends. They, oh. they, I guarantee you oh. they've spoke already. And if not, by 2 o'clock today, they will have spoken. Joe was actually very apologetic during the segment after learning that he had well, yeah, off Tiki. I, see, Joe's, I, I know Joe long enough, and I know that look in his eye. There are certain times you can talk to Joe like a normal person and can have a very good conversation. When he gets nuts about the Jets, all you do is look in his eyes. There's no point in even having conversation. Just let him talk. Because you can't change his mind. Even if you're right, he don't want to hear it. And that was that was the look. That was Joe yesterday. This is what the Jets are doing. They're tearing families apart. They're well, tearing they've been doing that for the last 50 years. Yeah. yeah, pretty much. But this year, more so because we had... Hope, mm. Jerry. We really had high did. hopes. This year more so. Have you seen the history of the Jets? <laughs> I did. That's yeah. what I'm saying. This year we had some mm. high hopes. Mm, yes, but an injury to Aaron Rodgers pretty much dashed those hopes. Yeah. This is not the year to be having families torn apart. And this Rob Sala at this point. like I feel bad for Rob Sala. I don't because he's the one out there saying he's backing Zach Wilson. And so he's here's what I would undeniable say. quarterback. Here's what I would say. Number one, the first question is, are you bringing in a quarterback? To where everyone we've been talking about how oh, they're not going to do it, they're not bringing it. His first, his answer, gonna ask Joe. Okay, so then, then we've established Joe that. Beningo or Joe Douglas. Joe Beningo, no Joe <laughs> Douglas, clearly. So right off the bat, we establish that he's got no control over whether another quarterback is coming in or not. To me, right there, that answers a lot of questions for me. If they don't bring in quarterbacks this week, this is not on Rob Sala; it's on Joe Douglas because he is the GM. And you don't think Rob Sala wants someone in here that can play quarterback? Meantime, he's got to go up there like a dunce and back this kid because you are the face of the franchise. And if you don't, like, let's let's go the other way. Let's say Rob Sala comes out like Joe Namath yesterday. Guys, watch the tape. God, he sucks. I mean, that was that was a pitiful performance. You're right. He's awful. Could you imagine the rest of the week? Yeah, Joe Namath called it disgusting. Yes, he got a disgusting performance. This is disgusting. Made fun of the sack when he fell down. <laughs> yeah, when he sacked himself. I mean. I guess you're right. Like, I don't know what Rob saw. Maybe he could not be so glowingly positive. I'll give you that. But he said a lot of the right things yesterday, and then there were other things. You know he is lying because he has to. All right, so like Gio was saying yesterday, we're no longer mad at Zach Wilson. I agree. Right. He can't play in the NFL at this point. Okay. So now the next thing you move on to, then you move on to Rob Sala because he's the one face of the franchise who's saying he's our guy. He's a, but have you I'm said taking here, aim at Joe Douglas. Right. So right now you're saying we're even moving on from Rob Sala. Yeah. I it am. makes sense what you're saying. Because I don't think Rob Sala has a choice in the matter. I think he's got to sit there until he is told he's got another quarterback. This is what he's got. I, what are you supposed to do? If you yeah. publicly bash the kid or, or even lukewarm on him, when that locker room opens up tomorrow, uh, Rob Solomon wasn't real positive about the way you're you're playing. Instead, he tried to highlight the things he did do well and tell you how good he looks in practice, 
And he did say on a couple of occasions, like, I get it. It's got to be better. We understand. Third down is abysmal. Like, he said a lot of the things you want him to say. The problem is Jet fans don't want to hear him say anything nice about the quarterback. But if if that's you, I think you're doing the same thing. So if we're moving the blame from Salah to Joe Douglas, is it really Woody Johnson or Joe Douglas? So... I don't know the answer to that because I don't know what the conversation is inside the building. But I will tell you this. If we find out going into Sunday night that the Jets didn't bring in any quarterbacks and try out anybody, to me, it goes right to Joe Douglas. All right. And then I need to hear from Joe Douglas, were you not allowed to bring someone in? I'm with you now on this one, Jerry. I'm past Rob Sala now, too, thanks to you. Sometimes we we can change each other's minds. See that? Look at that. Because I was starting to feel like Rob Sala was like, I don't know if you've ever had an argument with your wife. I do this in arguments where you're having an argument. You're sticking to your guns. Even though you know you're wrong. Your wife says something that that you're like, "Mm, she is right there. And you still are fighting your side because you just don't want to lose. That's what this has been feeling like with the Rob Sala. Yes, except the difference here is millions of fans. Yeah. <laughs> it's not you, just it ain't just Rob Sala and Zach Wilson privately in a room having an argument for yes. him and Joe Douglas. This is Rob Sala against the Jet World, essentially. Yeah. Why doesn't Rob Sala uh, pull uh, something out of Goose Gossage's uh, thing and go, uh, "Take it to the fat man upstairs"? <laughs> he could do that. Then he's going to take himself to. The unemployment line. <laughs> That'd be great. Yeah, Go ask the fat man in the GM office. Uh, you could do that. Or the, the thin guy with the stupid chain. Or that guy. Oh, my gosh. You remember Woody just acted like he was oh, hip with the his. The cock of the walk, as they say. He was the cock of the walk with his gold chains feeling himself. Now he looks like a dork. Yeah, total dork. <laughs> I would take a break. When we come back, we got more on this, of course. And then we got Boomer and Geo at 6 on a Tuesday on a fan. All right, quarter to six, very quick moving hour, as you can imagine. Why wouldn't it be? Jets, Jets, more Jets. Hey, let's talk about the Jets. How about Zach Wilson and the Jets? On this segment, we'll talk about the Jets. What else, Al? I have something for you, Jerry. See what's wrong with this headline. Okay. See if it just sounds weird. All right. 51-year-old Dane Cook. Yeah. Marries longtime girlfriend, Kelsey Taylor, 24. Yeah. Well, the... Long time girlfriend. Yeah, but I think long time. I think it's like a year or two, isn't it? <laughs> I actually looked it up. So he's 51. She's 24. Right. They started, they've been dating six years. Oh. So she was 18. Oh. Well. I and he was, I can't do the math on this, Jerry, 45. Okay, that's a little weird. 18 is young. Yes. I, I honestly thought long, a long time oh, in a yeah. couple of years. Yeah, no. Because you also Six had Hulk years. Hogan the other day get married yep. at 70, and she's 45. That's correct. You know? But yep. that's, I mean, 45 is not 18. I get yeah. that. Yeah. That's an I, interesting I one. I didn't know that they were together since she's 18. That's, oh, yeah. That is young. Oh, yeah, Jerry. That, how do you have... So young. I would be oh, very yes. interested to know what they have in common, mm-hmm. 18 and 45. Yeah. Nothing. I would say probably nothing, but who knows, Jerry? Maybe she's an old soul. Maybe, I suppose. I mean, 18? Yeah. You're still children? I don't know. A lot of people don't like Dane Cook because he got so popular. I I always enjoyed his comedy. Okay. People are like, oh, he's corny. You could take I mean, him or leave him. Funny. I couldn't tell you one thing he was in. 
No, like as a, but as like a stand-up comic. Never saw him. Really? No. He had that one, his very first, one of his, or maybe two albums were very popular. As far as comedy albums go, back in the day when yeah. people would listen to comedy albums. Can he sell out the garden? He did. Oh, he did? He did. I, I don't know that he could do it today. Probably. That's always like my barometer. Yeah. Can you sell out the, well, why not? You pointing me out to comedians we never heard of. They're selling out <laughs> Radio City Music Hall. I know. I don't know. I, we are out of touch when it comes to stand-up comedy, Jerry. I don't. Maybe I think we're also we also have to come to grips with just because we don't like it mm-hmm. doesn't mean there's not six billion people yeah. out there that might. I know. I like to think I'm very egocentric, Jerry. That I you? yeah. That I think if I don't like it, nobody likes right. it. Right, and that's not the case. Yeah. I mean, if I if I'm correct about this, I remember when Evan and Craig had the Dart guy on from London. And in the middle of the conversation, he talked about a sold-out Madison Square Garden for darts. <laughs> huh? <laughs> I'm sorry, what? Yeah, it is. What a world we're in yeah. right now. I mean, and listen, right here, I have a 50-team cornhole league. Yeah. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> what? It's bizarre. It's very strange. Yeah, I would have never thought that. Very strange. It is strange. This is another strange thing, Jerry. I'm trying to figure this out. So Matt Ryan, the uh, the NFL analyst yes. now, former quarterback, he confirmed, yes, his agent reached out to the Jets. Yeah. He's confirming that. He's saying he's not interested. Yeah. What's, the, what's so hard to figure out about Why'd that? Why'd the agent reach out then? Because the agent's got his client on television. Uh-huh. Season opening. And before he goes to Matt Ryan, let me see if there's any interest on the other side. And if the Jets are, say, Bring him in, then you call him and say, hey, opportunity, what do you think? See, I would have gone the other way. You could have, but what if you go the other way and then you call up the team and they're like, nah, we're good. Right. I see what you're saying. So you go to Matt Ryan, you go, hey, yeah. Jets have an opening. Want me to reach out? They're probably interested. He's like, yeah, I definitely love to play. I think if it was me, I would prefer the agent to call me and say, hey, have an opportunity. What do you think? As opposed to, let me call them. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> they're not interested. Hey, did you ever hear back from the Jets? Yeah. <laughs> no, 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 we didn't. Uh, you're fired. <laughs> they, they'd rather go with Zach Wilson right. than you. So I think that's the agent just saying there's an opportunity. Let me explore it real quick before we get him involved. I like oh, Jerry, you've turned me around on two oh, things Oh, look today. at that. Look you've at turned that. me around on this, and you've turned me around on no more blaming Rob Sala. So now Matt Ryan said he wasn't interested. That's fine. Were the Jets not interested either then? Well, the, the, this is what I don't understand. Yeah, because the initial headlines were that the why the Jets were not interested. Why would the Jets not be interested in at least talking to him? I don't know. Kick the tires, as they say. I mean, my God. Instead, we're going. I mean, think about the fourth quarter the other day. Before they had that, what was it, 70, 80-yard drive where they actually scored a touchdown? Yeah. What a concept. They had like eight yards of offense. <laughs> it was not good. In an NFL game. Yeah. I would ask Neil Lomax if he was available. Oh, I'd love to get <laughs> yes. Neil Lomax in here, the former Cardinal. How could you say no? Yeah. Are we, come on. I'd call I said this yesterday. I'd call Ryan Fitzpatrick. What do you think? You've been around the block here? Know who I'd call, Jerry? Ryan Leaf. Get him in here. Yeah, I wouldn't call him. That, that, <laughs> Shotgun I'd, formation. That, I'd draw the line there. <laughs> that, I wouldn't go there. But yeah, I, Fitzy, I'd call Philip Rivers. Uh, Philip Rivers. I mean, Philip Rivers was ready to go play for the Niners in the Super Bowl. That's true. Like, wh- I don't know why you wouldn't make these calls. I, I, I don't get it. I do, especially when you've got a team 
Now, you want a conspiracy theory? Yes. Oh, I love one of those. Here's my conspiracy theory. We've heard about going out and getting Kirk Cousins, maybe trading for Matthew Stafford. All those things are, it's a pipe dream. Those aren't happening. But we've heard that. Here's my conspiracy theory. What if you brought in a capable quarterback and they won the Super Bowl? What do you do with Aaron Rodgers? Hmm. Well, since that's likely not going to happen. <laughs> I know, I know. But hold on. If you brought Matthew Stafford in here, you're going to tell me this team's not capable of winning the Super Bowl? I don't know. I used to think they were, but... You can say it. I don't see you, anything you, so great. You don't believe in the offensive line? I don't. I just don't see... <laughs> I don't see their defense being historically Correct. good. I think they're a really good defense. But Rex Ryan said it yesterday. On, I think it was on ESPN. It was one of the shows. He says, the fact that they're not good offensively and they can't win now, he goes, is bullcrap. He goes, when I was with the Ravens, we won a Super Bowl, and our offense didn't score a touchdown for five straight games. <laughs> he goes, if you're that good, yeah, you can win games. Hmm. So they didn't. They weren't good enough Sunday. They I mean, were not. They weren't. Yeah, because the offense has to put some points on the board. For sure. What did they get? 15 points, the Jets? Yeah, uh, no, they lost 15 to 10. Oh, 15, right. 10. 15 was the winning team. Yes, 15 the points. defense gave up 13 points because the Jet offense oh, gave yeah. up two. <laughs> the safety was awesome. Yeah, so 15-10 yeah. with the safety, but they did give up the busted play yeah. to a guy that, I mean, Farrow Brown. Farrow Brown is the guy the that's going to go for 58 yards yeah. and a touchdown. You know, without that play, I, it sounds ridiculous. Without that play, the Jets probably win. And I don't know about you, but if you're the 85 Bears, like DJ Reed said they could be, I don't think giving up only six points to the Patriots, a couple of field goals, is asking that much. Right. And by the way, doing what they did was fine. That's not 85 Bears, though. Gary Fensick would have laid that Farrow out. <laughs> That's right. Like Singletary would have. How many 80s references have we had today? Coming across the middle. Gary Fensick, Neil Lomax. I feel like they were Dave Craig. Dave Craig. We've had a couple. Always, Jerry, always a good program when the 80s football references come out. <laughs> you never know. I loved I loved me a Neil Lomax. Well, he wore what, 15? 15. Does that sound right? Yeah. Like, he, why would I remember that? I don't know. I know he came in after uh, Jim Hart was their longtime quarterback, I don't number 17. Jim. I don't remember Jim Hart. Eddie, you remember Jim Hart. Oh, yeah. He kind of looked like Babe Ruth. Jim Hart? <laughs> I don't know why I get that Babe Ruth vibe from him. Does he look like a chubby punter? A little bit. Yeah. You know who else I used to like? Pat Hayden. The I Ram Rams quarterback. Yeah, all right. He's a broadcaster now, right? He was. I don't know if he still is. Oh. Hmm. We have to take about break. to tell me he passed away. I was going to be sad. Ducky from Google NCIS that. passed away yesterday. Ducky? I was very upset. Yes. 90 years old. Uh, we got to take a break. Uh, right. Odyssey Sportsman and Amy Lawrence talking NFL. It's the dynamic duo of Al and Jerry, the superheroes of WFAN. Another minute or so to go. We've got uh, Boomer and Geo standing by with us. 
Good, uh, good news, Jerry. I did check on Pat Hayden, the former Rams quarterback. He's 70. Okay. Still alive. Still doing well. Available. Okay. <laughs> you mentioned uh, Dave Craig earlier in I the did day. mention Dave Craig, yes. 64 years old, Jerry, if you're looking for still somebody. Still available. Still available <laughs> if you're looking for somebody younger. No, I'm looking for Ryan Fitzpatrick. Ryan Fitzpatrick? Still available. available. Yes, on Amazon. Uh, yeah, and, and they could afford to lose them on Amazon Prime. That's a terrible. Yeah, too many people. That's a terrible way pregame show, people. Jerry. So I would take him back. By the way, the NFL is investigating the Sauce Gardner claim that he got hit in D's nuts by uh, Mac Jones. Uh, just look at the video. Like, <laughs> no, what, what it's is a, the investigation? Big investigation, Jerry. They're sending uh, their own version of the FBI to uh, uh, MetLife yeah, Stadium. What do you think it uh, is on the top of the sheet when they send out the memo? Nut um, shot. <laughs> <laughs> now they probably do it like really like correct politically correct. It's probably like um uh forced uh, uh what WFAN WFAN FM WFAN FM HD1 New York always live on the free Odyssey app.